0: Now, y'all know we love to support our Black-owned businesses. Rain Sanitary Napkins and Panty Liners is the only 100% Black-owned company in the sanitary napkin space. Rain Sanitary Napkins and Panty Liners are infused with the Nobel Prize-winning material grapevine. Rain products are designed to keep women comfortable and dry with their super absorbent system. And best of all, y'all, All RAIN products are $6 to purchase. You heard me, $6. All you need to do is head over to www.rainpads.com, and you can also visit jfmj.org to get more information on their educational and awareness campaigns. Shop on.
1: You're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly.
0: You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. (laughs) Hey guys, this is Sydney. I'm Shanae. And how has your week been? Well, Sydney has let me know that I'm rude. Oh my God. I didn't know. I didn't realize it. It's good to have people to be honest with you. <laughs> she took a little long. But I didn't realize that you didn't know that you were doing it. I really did. <laughs> that, so, that's why I just so, left it. I let it be. Anyway, enough about that. Um, my week was... Like, I don't even remember the week. Mm. Honestly, guys... I don't remember anything. Mm mm-hmm. That's weird. What's today? It's today Sunday. Is Sunday the 15th. Mm. Y'all, I'm losing my mind. <laughs> it's been a busy couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm going away tomorrow. I just, honestly, I just want some, I just want to be, like, I want quiet time. And even though we was on vacation, mm-hmm. it wasn't like a quiet vacation. Mm-hmm. It was chill, but you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I just feel like it's been a lot of work and. We're in the second half of the year. Mm -hmm. I think about my 30th year approaching me. I just think I'm in a headspace right now that I'm trying to figure out. But I feel like I need quiet. And I haven't been able to, like, get consecutive quiet. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you make new friends. And then they want to talk. So... (laughs) Like, darn it. Why you got to talk to me? So, the other part is like, dang, my phone be ringing more... (laughs) I'm just like, wow. I was like, be more social today, And now I am. I'm like, God, I don't. It's <laughs> a lot help. of work oh to maintain gosh. all these relationships. Oh my God, this is exhausting. <laughs> it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. I just want some quiet time. That's all I can say. <laughs> you think I'm like some like overworked mother. Right. I just want quiet <laughs> Right, because imagine being a mom and maintaining all of Oh my God, I'm going to go insane. <laughs> I'm going to go insane. <laughs> I'm dead. I am, I am, I can't imagine. Mm-mm, I'm but, not in a relationship, I ain't right. got kids, and I already want quiet. <laughs> <Whew>. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: My week was cool, work wasn't too bad this week. Um, I went to the Sunflower Festival this weekend. That was cool because I've always wanted to go to that. Um, And then, like, I don't know if it's my period or, like, Mercury doing something funny because it's not retrograde.
0: Yeah. Are we in
1: sync? Kind of? I think we're a little off-kilter, but we're similar, yeah.
0: I just got
1: off my <laughs> But I'm like is Mercury chilling Cause I mean it's not in retrograde But I just feel like something, something seems off I don't know what it is Well my period was the worst
0: it's ever been this month That's, I don't
1: know what it what's going I on I was
0: what? like whoa <laughs> My cramps My mm-hmm. exhaustion My sensitivity Right yeah I yeah. was just
1: And I'm like am I speaking French to you Like people not understanding me And I'm like I'm rereading. I'm like, I make
0: sense, right? Like,
1: I'm not crazy.
0: So not I don't know what's me. going on. I don't know. But I tell you, this, my cyclist, I was like, wow, this is a lot. I felt so exhausted and mm-hmm. I was crying and I was okay. Mm-hmm. I was, I've been all over the place. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> like,
1: literally. So, yeah, I don't know what's been going on. But, yeah, that was pretty much my week in a nutshell. Anything for you should bro. get
0: time off or. I agree.
1: At least a day. At least a
0: day. Like your heaviest day, you could take off. And
1: honestly, even with pe- people with like endometriosis, where their period period is so much more, I, can't I feel like I feel medically him. they should be allowed a few days every month.
0: Like so serious. Because how? Our bodies only get, like, one week off. Right. Every week is doing something. Right.
1: <laughs> like, right. One week I'm in heat. Next right. week I'm in
0: tears. Right. Like. <laughs> right. <laughs> then you're fertile. It's your window. It's too much. And then you get one week where your body's like, okay. I'm chilling. And then it starts all over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. And we're the crazy ones. I mean... I just feel like we'd be having so much going on and we're still maintaining. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Superstars. We are. (laughs) Anyway. Um, Bravo moment. Mm -hmm. Today, I'm going to talk about Potomac and Beverly Hills. Again, New York. It's not giving what I need to give. Uh. So, Potomac. So, in this episode... There's a few things I want to highlight. One, I am tired of the women being so judgy. Mm-hmm. Now, coming from someone who can be judgy, it's overkill. <laughs> now, and they're doing it a lot with Mia and with Wendy. Mm-hmm. So with Mia, who has worked in a gentleman's club, she was like a escort. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she's been very transparent about her life you know her husband whatever love it mm-hmm. and I feel like the women in her face do the oh mm, mm, okay yeah and then that commentary confessionals there's always these judgment statements uh-huh. um about her like Giselle's like you know I'm looking forward to learning about Mia so I can basically teach my kids what not to do. Oh, <laughs> no. First of all, Miss Ma'am, because <laughs> you're who, not, not a better uh, sister. What, 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 what? And what you need to be teaching your daughters is how to pick a better man. Because you didn't do it. <laughs> and granted, you know him cheating has nothing to do with her. But yeah. the point I'm trying to say is, you sit over here talking about her. She is. A businesswoman Mm -hmm. who is happily married, Mm -hmm. and it seems like a very stable relationship, you should want your daughters to have something like that. Right. But because of her past work experience, you're now judging her like she's some type of, in her words, some type of hoe. Right, yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with being a little escort. Ain't nothing wrong with being a hoe, either. Whatever. <laughs> right? Like, okay? do
1: what you gotta Be do. Be a safe
0: one. That's all I say. <laughs> but the point is, the judgment is yeah. so irritating, because it's like... And they're not like that to her face. No. That's, they're not... Yeah. And I don't like that. Yeah. All these little, like... I, I don't want to say subtweets, but, like, subliminals. Yeah. Then with Wendy, you know, Wendy has gotten... Kind of like, what you call, like, a mommy makeover she got her boobs done. But, you know, she's mm-hmm. feeling good about herself. Mm-hmm. And so her wardrobe has is reflecting her new body. Mm-hmm. And honest, look at this. What now? Now I always got to see her new boobs. Blah, blah, blah. Maybe if you well, got, got some them. new boobs, you want to show them off. If I got some new boobs and I think they're done, I'm going to show them off. She's a grown woman right who could do what she want and why is her dress even on your mind yeah. why are you so bothered it's her nipple girl? out like i'm confused not at all like not like... at all <laughs> yeah sweet. it was at a pajama party <sighs> on the last episode but she was again commenting like i mean she had those little silk it was a pajama party and she had on a short set she had on pajamas <laughs> so like i'm tired of like they want her to have on a moo moo i guess so yeah. To me, it's just giving insecurity on their part because it's Robin and Giselle. Mm -hmm. And to me, it comes off as jealousy. Why Mm -hmm. are you so bothered about what Wendy's wearing? Are you Wendy? Are you her husband? Her husband don't care about it. Right. Yeah. Why why do you care about it? Mm -hmm. And it seems to me that's going to be... brought up again in the next episode and it looks like Winnie's gonna shut them down and I look forward to it. Yeah, Mind your business. Don't worry about it. Right. Giselle, won't you worry about what you be wearing because typically it's tacky. <laughs> Alright? Okay?
1: Lower. Hmm.
0: So, the last thing I want to talk about in this episode is Candace takes the girls to a trip. They're in like Williamsburg. A really nice house. hmm And so there's like a main house and these like guest cottages and Candace is like, okay. And the main house will be myself, Mia, Robin, and Giselle, and the other ladies will be in the cottages. So they're looking around the house, and they sit down. And in the main house, I guess Robin is upstairs, and Giselle is on the second, on the first floor, mm-hmm. and Mia is on the same floor as Robin. Mm-hmm. And they were kind of sniggling in the corner, like, oh, I wish we were in the, like the same floor, or whatever. And Robin just says in front of the group at lunch, Mia, we're gonna boot you from your room, and you're gonna go downstairs. You're not gonna ask me. And Mia, which I don't like, and I'm like, what's up, girl? Mm-hmm. Mia just like, uh, I mean, okay, oh no, whatever. Honestly, Mia, I was irritated at you doing that. What you should have said was, are you asking me or telling me? Because right. I, I know you have to be asking me if I'm okay right. to move my room. Mm-hmm. Not just to say you move me. Right? Chuh. I would have ate her up and spare her out if I was me. It's rude. Yeah. And this is why I don't like them too. Mm-hmm. Then at the lunch, while Robin is talking, and then while Giselle want to be like, oh, let's have a peaceful lunch. She starts off by going, Does you don't want to apologize for anything. Basically again, trying to call out Karen, and I love Karen, because Karen just was like, are you talking to me? Because, <sighs> like, Giselle never addressed her, mm-hmm. and we brought up the stuff again. Let me be very clear. Karen did not spread any salacious rumors about your family. Mm-hmm. We all know there are plenty of rumors about Jamal and you prior to anything Karen could ever say. Right. And we all know that you were embarrassed last year. At the reunion. Right. And to me, that's all that's happening. You mad that your relationship got called out with receipts and Monique not on the show no more. So mm. you're taking out on the nearest person you can, which is Karen. Karen didn't have those receipts. Karen didn't bring up that Jamal's cheating or the alleged secret baby he had on you. Mm. Matter of fact, her father brought up on past epi- uh, past seasons Lord. about the secret baby. So it's like, your own daddy was spreading, was Mm -hmm. saying stuff. Right. Not Karen. So get over it. Then for Karen, who's saying Giselle wished death on Ray, no, she didn't. It's a reach. Mm -hmm. I would have preferred Karen to talk about Giselle, how she keeps talking about their finances, because it's none of her business. Mm -hmm. Karen has a reason to be irritated about Giselle. Over the years, Giselle's been rude, continuously talking about her marriage, her relationship. So I feel like Karen has a right to be upset, but her saying the start of it is when she was death on Ray. No, she didn't. Mm. She didn't do that. It's a reach. I would prefer her to say the start of it is when you was minding my business mm-hmm. when it came to my marriage or my husband's finances. Right. FYI, Jamal apparently owes like $750,000 in back taxes. Yeah. So what you need to be doing again is focus on Yo, man, because mm-hmm. right now they're still together in the season, okay. focus on your man and his tax troubles and don't be worried about me and mine. Right. Yeah. So that was Potomac. <laughs> now we're going to Beverly Hills. So we talked last time, y'all, about how Garcelle asked a question or whatever and she didn't realize she didn't want to talk about it, that whole blow-up. Mm-hmm. It's a continuation of that. And so... Erica got so upset that she ultimately did leave. Garcelle made it very clear and apologized Erica. I, you know, I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. I didn't know that we couldn't speak about it in this form. Mm-hmm. And what I don't like is the women, specific, specifically Lisa and Dorit, trying to kind of like twist the knife with Garcelle to make her feel bad. Mm-hmm. After Erica gets up and mm-hmm. leaves, some of the ladies follow her. And they come back, and they're like, what was that? I just, I don't understand what you would do that, Garcelle. And it was like, it was cleared up in the moment that Garcelle didn't hear Erica. Right. When Erica was saying to Crystal, like, I don't want to talk about this in front of the group. Mm -hmm. It was a clear misunderstanding. She apologized. You know, that wasn't her intent. Right. So the fact they kept trying to to me stir the pot even though there was resolve yeah. is annoying mm-hmm. and lisa was kind of come to garcelle like you need to own your part she lisa, already she already owned it and to lisa you have a history this entire time you've been on this show of being in people's business mm-hmm. and harassing people to get answers to your questions and so my thing is, you did it last season with Denise, you've done it with Yolanda, you did it with Brandy, you did it with Kyle's sister and her substance abuse issues. Mm-hmm. You have no problem telling nobody business any other time, or your questions that need answers, and now you want to sit up here, and I'm going to bring her race, because I don't like how these white women be, and, can, and she black. I don't like the image of it, so mm-hmm. I'm going to say it. When to be questioned this black woman her intent, mm-hmm. I don't like it. <laughs> Alright? Garcelle holds her own. Yeah. So, good for her. But as we continue on, the other thing I bring up this episode, they're at a dinner and Kathy Hilton is talking about Michael Jackson and, and Michael said to her at one point in time, you know, Kathy, I don't I don't see color. And, Cat, and Kathy's like, I agree. Why, don't, why can't we just all love each other? And so, G- Garcelle and Crystal's like, well, that's not how it works. Right. And we know Crystal is Asian American, so you got Asian people, black P- POC telling the white ladies like come on guys, mm-hmm. I will shout out Kyle, cause Garcelle and Kyle had a talk in the early in the early in the season, and Kyle was applying her learnings, and said to the group well that's not how that works right. we don't have the same um, concerns, we don't have the same fears, mm-hmm. we're in a different space, mm-hmm. and so I'm like shout out to you Kyle for learning, right. okay? Doing the work. Doing the work <laughs> and responding appropriately. Right. So then we get to Derite who talks about how she teaches her kids, you know, about you know, how color doesn't matter and da 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 and Garcella's like, It does matter. Mm-hmm. You need to see me as a person, but you need to see me as a black person. Mhm. And is like, Well, you know you know, we should all just be treated fairly and Garcella's, like, We're not. Mhm. Because we're not. Right. So In a great you know world, that. it would be great, but you need right. to know. Right. And basically, Dorit talks about how her kids are around a lot of people, you know, black people, Filipino people, you know, of color. And Garcelle, I love her for this thing. Um, are they around those people who are not the help, essentially? hmm And Dorique, ah, well, well, yes, I mean... <laughs> My mother's best friend is black.
1: Oh my God. You had to go to your mother's best friend.
0: And I said that was like, way to prove that you don't really have black and brown people in your life yeah. than to reference your mother's best, best friend. friend. That's hilarious. And question. her mother does not live in the same state. Oh, geez. So, really, how often are you seeing your, <laughs> your mother's, mother's best, best friend, friend at that? How often do you see your mother, let <laughs> alone the black best friend? Y'all just proving Garcel's point. Oh my God. You're tone deaf and you need to be like Kyle and shut up, listen, and take it in. Mm-hmm. And that's all I got to say about Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. But what I will say is the women on the cast of Beverly Hills are much more receptive to racial conversations mm-hmm. than New York. So I will give them, um, actually, no, I'm not. I'm not even going to give them a nod because yeah. you should be. Yeah. But they're better. Right. Yeah. Than New York. And actually, these days of New York, it's really just Ramona. And I do think at a certain age, and this is an excuse, I think people choose to stay in their ignorance and space. Mm-hmm. And I believe that's what Ramona does. And I believe that's what a lot of white people do. Yeah. They choose to stay in that space. And I think, for me, I'm a person where... I am willing to... I'm a black person who's willing to talk to white people about things and explain certain things when I'm in the mood. Mm -hmm. But there's a certain level of energy I need to feel. What I won't do is have a conversation with someone where I know is a lost cause. Who wants to stay in that space? Yeah. And I feel like that's what a Ramona is. Right. But as a black person or a person of color, you want to talk to whoever you want to talk to, for me, I find exhausting. I'm not going to explain... I'm not going to explain why you should be a decent human being mm-hmm. to people who really don't want to understand right or don't want to be better right yeah and that's all I got for Bravo gotcha and been watching anything else honestly I'm still watching Modern Family I mm-hmm. didn't realize it was 11 seasons yeah, yeah. it's a long show <laughs> um but it's still really funny mhm and honestly I haven't been watching a lot of TV this week i mm-hmm. I've been trying to get back into reading um I had a goal to read a book a month mhm my whole problem with books is, I have moments where I'm hyper focused on books. So there'll be a month, a month where I'll read like three, and then two months I don't read at all. Yeah. So I'm trying to get back to just consistently reading. Yeah. So I haven't been watching that much. Hmm. Um. We
1: watched when we were in Tennessee. We watched one episode of F Boy Island and fell asleep on it. We sure did. One of our listeners suggested that we continue watch to watch. So I had nothing else to do. So I'm what I done finished eight episodes. <laughs> Okay,
0: well, let me it's watch some. It's only two
1: left, and... Is it... they? These women are frustrating, because even when you know they're F-boy, you still make excuses for them, and Why I'm How do we like, do that? We're gonna unpack that in another Because, episode. like, I at a point, I understood it, because they didn't know who was... You know, the premise is, like, some are good guys, some are F-boys in the beginning, they don't know who it is, but there's a point where they start where they to start... find out who is who, And they continue to make excuses for them, hmm. hoping that they'll grow. Uh, And I'm like, girl, you don't know this man from Adam. Let him go. Why? Why (laughs) do you do that? Because the nice guy, like, and I understand not making a connection with some of the nice guys and not wanting to force it just because they're nice. I
0: get that. But don't force it with these guys that you already know would just hurt women. I think we also need to unpack, why do women, and now we know not all, this whole idea of the F-boy, bad boy. Yeah. What is that? Yeah. That's a future episode. Let me watch this so we can talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I got two week.
1: more episodes. I'm probably gonna finish tonight. All but. right,
0: I'm gonna watch this so we can talk about it next week. Yeah, and I also want to talk about why do there has to be some science behind it? Yeah, I'm sure. Why? Because I want a nice guy. Yeah. And yeah. two, the whole nice guy thing can get weird too. So that's a whole. Because that's what they're also learning. Because
1: some Cause of I'm these like, nice guys. Got f boy tendencies
0: too, and that's the whole thing about nice guys, bad boys. Yeah, I don't really think there's one category or the other. And a lot of time, the guys are like, I'm a nice guy, they're typically not. Yeah, because yeah. here's my thing if you're a nice guy, you don't have to call yourself a nice guy,
1: Mm-hmm.
0: it just shows. It and that's just some shows. of the cast members,
1: that's how it is. It's like you didn't even have to wait for them to
0: announce that they were a nice guy because it's like, we knew, like Because it's we, just your character was, and right. how you act. <laughs> right, And exactly. so to me, a lot of guys are like, but I'm a nice guy. Nice guy's finished in my house. Mm-hmm. Then they're not really that nice. Yeah. Because are you nice for women to like want to have sex with you? Or are you just a nice person? Right. If you're nice, it's without conditions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But
1: the one frustrating thing about these dating shows is like, one of these days, we will see... Fatter people, honestly, will we on these shows without it having to be a show about dating a fat person? You know what I mean? Like we always had to see these twenty four year olds. I'm generalizing with skinny, flat abs, right?
0: Cut, like, like pretty by European yes. beauty standards. Every single time, like on dang, every dating show, I on was, everything. I was actually talking to a friend about it. She was talking about Married at First Sight. Mm-hmm. And the thickest girl they had was the girl from Philly. We was talking. She was talking about that and about she was liking the racial diversity this season. Yeah, they have done better And I said, that's cool. I said, but they could do better. And if they wanted to, they would. Right. And she didn't get defensive. She was like, well, what do you mean by that? I'm like, this show's been on for years. Mm -hmm. They have not had a gay couple on there. Nope. They're still, I was like, um, they could have been done racial diversity, Mm -hmm. but they haven't done, um. I said, gay couples, anybody in the LGBTQ plus community, Trent, nothing. I said, they don't do nobody with kids. I'm like, this is real life. And she was like, why would you have kids? I'm like, because people have kids. Right, like, what are you talking about? People date, have kids, and get remarried. I was like... You're dating... Your boyfriend has a child. like. Right. But she was like... But on the show, it just like... Would they meet the kid? Maybe they wouldn't and maybe they would. Right. But the point is... is real life. Yeah. And married people with children... Would probably want to... want the opportunity to be on... Married at first sight. Exactly. If they wanted to do better... I mean, if they want to do more mm-hmm. in diversity in people's lives, religions, all of that, mm-hmm. they could. It's true. Yeah. Cho- right now, it's a choice. It's 2021. Right. I said, it's the same with fat people. Mm-hmm. I said, ain't nobody fat on Married at First Sight. Right. Right. I said, there's no one fat on any dating show. I've never... I don't ready to Love. They are... they're? Okay. They are... So, okay, But that's you the know, because it's black people. We okay. are better
1: when it's us. Okay. <laughs> and so they have... People with kids, they got plus-size people. They have younger people, older They okay. are well, quite diverse. Then that's good. Um, I think the age, like, you have to be over 30 for certain seasons. I think some seasons they did over 25. But granted, like, they... They well, do much great. better
0: at that, but they don't. I was like, they could all do better. Yeah, they choose not to. Right, because we be applying, <laughs> and majority of this country is fat. So right, let's. There's plenty of fat it. people to choose from. Right,
1: right. Because right. I'm also watching Love Island, and I just keep looking. I'm like, all these fucking skinny people. Like, come on, stop it! But then it's like, cause Love Island, like you, you couple up based on first impression, and I'm like, but then I will also
0: get pissed. If they have one fat what person, happened. and they the
1: first person to go home because nobody chooses them.
0: I'm, and gonna, that's just be I'm and gonna just be pissed. You know, pets. and you know, <laughs> when you get into, like being a fat person and dating, like the the hate. Yeah. The fat phobia is crazy, mm-hmm. especially when you start looking at people in their lives, mm-hmm. like their mamas or whatever. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Okay. Well, that's
1: even like we re- slight media sweetie with this McDonald's campaign. A fat person would never. Lizzo have been could any. never,
0: never. Lizzo can barely eat a chicken nugget. Well, Lizzo her. can't can't do a collab with Cardi B without the barbs
1: hunting her down for being fat.
0: I gotta be honest, like though, leave her alone. There have been times where I know Nicki Minaj, she is told them like y'all do too much. Yeah, but like I'm sure she sees mm-hmm. this. Yeah, and does she ever feel an obligation mm-hmm. to be like nah? Stop, yeah. I know y'all love me, but this is not what I'm about. Yeah, yeah. Cool it, cool
1: right. it. Right, Because she was the main one saying she wanted a chunky baby. Well, uh come on, girl. Let's protect because the I chunky just think
0: people. I, th- I mean, we could also get into the stands, because it's weird. Yeah, it is. It's weird that they... That just because Lizzo did a, a
1: song with Cardi, y'all had to come for her. Because then it really shows me your character, honestly. Regardless of how much you love Nikki you didn't have to come for Lizzo like this. It doesn't...
0: It, it's, it's a song. Like, right. Like right. I
1: said, the staying culture. The song not even that good. We keeping it a stat. Love oh. you, Lizzo. And I wanted it to be better. I, I really did. Thing. I
0: really did. I really I wanted it to be better. I saw the clip. You know, you, you know, I heard the snippet. When I finally heard the full song, I was like... <gasps> It's so close. It's like almost there, but it doesn't hit. the music is good. Yeah. There's something
1: that just didn't. Yeah, I wanted
0: it to be better. You know, the music video was very creative. Mm -hmm. But I was like, there's something with the song that's missing. Yeah. I like the music. Yeah. I like how she's using her art to address you know her life and the yeah. haters. But there's something in it's the song that yeah. I just was like... I can't put my finger on it. I don't know what alone. it is. But regardless of that,
1: leave that woman alone. But leave fat people to...
0: alone. Leave... And include fat people, because that's what the world is. Leave... Yes, leave fat people alone. Because fat people really don't be caring about y'all. Don't, don't be care. worried. We just live in our lives. But Saweetie can but eat she... a 4,000 calorie meal. And no one thinks anything skinny. Nothing. People can always... Be gluttonous and it becomes cute. It becomes, mm-hmm. I like a girl that can eat. You know, <laughs> right. it becomes that type right. of stuff. Yeah, and then if a fat person is eating, you eat a salad. You mm-hmm. meow, 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 meow. Shut up, okay? Right.
1: Suck mm-hmm. my fat. <laughs> But yeah, I, I didn't want to get too into it, but I just... They was no. getting on my nerves. <laughs> I was... I, I get tired. Yeah. Let
0: her rock. Yeah, but... It's so irritating. Back
1: to the dating shows. Righties of Love is coming to uh, DC. Their next season is in DC. So I'm interested to see that. I know a couple of people that have applied, so... Oh, okay. Cool, we'll see how that goes. Anything else with TV? No. Okay. Let me pull up our question. Oh of the week okay Um, it was when you hurt someone how do you make amends Um, Joyful Lock said apologize and talk through the situation and understand how we got to that point and what we can do to handle similar future situations if this is not warranted stand in my choice to end that um, relationship in the way that I decide to do so Reese P said listen to why they are upset apologize and change my behavior going forward Africa Wilkins said, acknowledge, apologize, and do better.
0: I would agree. It's change behaviors, ultimately, the way to make amends. Mm -hmm. Obviously, listen. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And if someone's coming to you with an issue or whatever, don't just, like, listen to respond. Like, really listen to what they're saying. Right. And think about, even if it wasn't your intent. The impact. the impact of whatever happened or whatever you right. said did, did to them right. and really, you know, yeah. marinate on
1: that. Right. And that's how I also receive people trying to apologize. Like, just don't say sorry. Actually do different. Because if you're going to keep doing the same thing, then you can save the apology. Correct. Because it, it really needs no one nothing. cares. Yeah. You don't care and I don't want to hear it. Right. <laughs> because clearly this is just how you are. Right. And I need to create a boundary. Right. So, yeah. Absolutely. yeah. Yeah. Um, that's how I also receive them. So, today, we kind of want to talk about a scenario that I feel like... I don't know if men do this. I know women do this. Let us know, men, if y'all do this. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I do it too often. <laughs> but, like, in dating situations or anything... Relationships, relation- all of it. Yeah. And, like you are like talking to someone consistently and then maybe they have a busy day or something and they don't respond.
0: And you or immediately feel like they dropped you. Right. <laughs> you can even be in a relationship and they called you baby all the time and then mm-hmm. one time they didn't call you baby. And like, why'd you say like, my name? <laughs> yeah. Are we fighting? <laughs> and then when you can't reach them, then you stew on it. Yeah. You get so distracted that Nothing can even take your mind away from it, even Mm -hmm. when you try. Mm -hmm. And you work yourself up to a frenzy where you maybe make yourself cry. You Mm -hmm. maybe think your relationship is over. Mm -hmm. Just for them to call, text you, be like, hey, babe. (laughs) And you're like, oh, great. (laughs) And that snaps you out of it. And it it completely snaps you out of it. Right. And then you sit back and go, (laughs) that was weird. (laughs) (laughs) That is what we're talking about. Yes. Why... Do we create Mm -hmm. these scenarios? Right. Why? Why? Yeah. Now, because we do have an article, but there's a TikTok I saw that I want to talk about real Mm
1: -hmm. quick.
0: That I was like, ooh. She kind of shook me for a minute. Mm -hmm. And she talked about um, people with abandonment issues Mm -hmm. and why it's so important when you're communicating them why they flip out on these small things. Right. So you talk about it. So you text them every day, good morning, baby, right? Mm-hmm. And this morning, this morning, you just put good morning. Mm-hmm. Now, in your mind, you was rushed; you didn't even think about it. Right. She was like, but with someone with abandonment issues, mm-hmm. the consistency provides comfort, right? Because they had a past where they were, they weren't, it wasn't consistent love. It felt, mm-hmm. it wasn't stable for them. right? And so for, and so, They were saying, basically, in these moments when you're not thinking about it, you're just going by your way, good morning, Mm -hmm. that one word change alters them, and now they feel unsafe. Right. Now they feel like you're going to leave. Mm -hmm. Now they feel like whatever love they have... Is completely broken. Right. And he's like, so then they'll get upset. Y'all may have an argument about it. She's like, and you're sitting there like, okay. Why would, why did this, why grow would up like this, this trigger such a moment? Yeah. And she was like, that's why. Yeah. And then on the other half of the video, she was telling that person who has an abandonment issue how they need to work on it. Communicate better. Yeah. Work and... on how not being so triggered by these things mm-hmm. and having to have trust in relationship, yada, yada. Anyway, I watched that TikTok. It was completely shook. I felt like she was talking... To me. <laughs> I am a person who pays attention mm-hmm. to stuff and when things alter even slightly from what you're consistently doing is right. noted. Now every now when that happens, it doesn't necessarily mean I'm a trip out mm-hmm. or like or flip out about it. Sometimes it happens. <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. But I notice everything. Mm-hmm. So if you do say good morning all the time or if you do say good morning, baby, all the time and now it's just good morning, mm-hmm. it's noted for me. Right and so from one of the
1: articles we have it says some of that is based in or could be based in one of the following Ooh. dependency insecurity or attention seeking behavior oh. <laughs> oh my and it can only get worse if it's not addressed or if you don't find better ways for you and the other person to communicate say
0: the three again
1: dependency insecurity
0: or attention-seeking behavior. For you. Or it could be all three. Yeah. I think for me, if I had to choose out of three, it would be more insecurity, not like attention-seeking.
1: I think it depends on the situation. Because sometimes for me, it may be dependency. Right. Um, that I'm used to the regular, how are you doing? I rely on that. Um And then sometimes it may be insecurity. Like, you was out with your friends, and you ain't telling me you got home. Been... Where was you at? <laughs> but part of that also is safety. Like, I'm not going to lie that part of it is safety, because especially people, I know we're not supposed to, but some people do drink and then drive home. So some no, part of it is a safety. part of it is safety, but, like...
0: <laughs> We can be honest. Be like, why do you do want to know they're safe? Yeah. They sometimes it's a bigger part. that's like, what's where, going are you, on? At? where right. are you at? Right. Where you at? Right. Yeah. I know what's going on. Right. Exactly. We texted two hours ago. And I know you're still out. <laughs>
1: right.
0: What are you doing? Right. Right. Why haven't
1: you responded? What are you I doing? know you
0: out and you got
1: your phone in your hand because you I know always phone got your phone there. Phone in. Right. But
0: girl, <laughs> look now. I'm being triggered. <laughs> Just this conversation, child. But, but
1: see, so because. With people that always have their phone in their hand, I have realized that even though some people seem like they're always on their phone, that does not necessarily mean, like, they have notifications turned on or, like, you know, group me notifications be acting mine's up. Are, <laughs> I have to, like, cl- click at each group to see updated messages. And I turn
0: them off because if you're in a busy oh, yeah, group, big group at a certain yeah. point, yeah. I don't want my phone vibrating or dinging that much. Right, yeah. So I get it, yeah. but, like... That was a big thing for me in a past relationship. Mm-hmm. You are always on your phone. hmm And... Were you tweeting
1: and not responding to me? And back
0: in the day, that <laughs> Twitter shit. <laughs> Woo! The fact... And remember, I don't know if it still does. I don't pay attention. But you can see where you were tweeting from. You you can choose if you want that to show or not. Because I don't know now. Yeah. But back then, it would show where you're tweeting from. Yeah. So then if it said tweet from iPhone or phone. Right. So it's like so you on your phone. You're on your phone. Not just in the app. Phone means cause like I don't know if you could you used to be able to tweet from text. I don't know if people really do that anymore, but you could still tweet from like. I see people tweet from TweetDad. Right from apps, I know that. But I'm saying you used to be able to tweet. I don't really know. You used to be able to tweet from I'm like saying, your text message. Yeah, I don't think so. Like you so. could send out a tweet like that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, When I would see that, I'm like, so you're literally in your, in your inbox? Text
1: yeah. You're that, literally in
0: your inbox? That's rude. <laughs> oh my god. But I had to come to a point because like,
1: in past situation we're
0: growing we've grown i
1: have like had people's notifications turned on and that it would trigger me so bad i'm like so i'm getting notifications for all these tweets and you ain't responding to my text
0: i've never been that bad oh and i I had
1: to learn to not do that because i'm like okay you're making yourself upset right the fact that you feel like you're obligated to always get an immediate response and like this person can't do a couple resweets before responding to you is a little problematic, so yeah. I had to. I had to. I, I and <laughs> bring one, myself down a couple. times.
0: and, uh, <laughs> and in, in the past, there was a point where I muted. Yeah. The person, because I was like, "You're getting too yeah. caught up on this. Yeah, 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 yeah." To be like so bothered yeah. about lack of response or their tone change, mm-hmm. and then I was feeling like, "Did I do something wrong? Are we good? Are we good? Right. That like reassurance, right. was big for me. Yeah, and so um, I think
1: I think it's a balance between like." Do I expect a response in a reasonable time? Yes, but expecting an immediate response at all times is
0: a little bit. I guess it could be. It could be on any of those three. Honestly, it could be. Yeah. And then also another part that's without it is, if you're naturally a pretty fast responder. Yeah. Then the other thought is like, I always respond fast to people. Yeah. And I do hope as we get older, we can get past the whole like, you know, people act like it's a bad thing to respond back to someone yeah, fast weird. it's weird yeah. if I'm on my phone and I see a message yeah. I'm just gonna respond Yeah, and it's not me clocking you it's like my phone was literally in my hand mm-hmm. and you sent me a message so, I'm going to respond. And honestly, for me,
1: know that because I am a fast responder. If I did not respond fast, I'm legit busy. Same. Or I did not see it. Or
0: like some something... Or I'm asleep because a... I do respond fast. Yeah. So, if I'm not
1: responding, it's for a reason. Yeah. But some people be like, well, busy doing what? Like, people go, and that's when we get into the scenarios. People making up scenarios. It's scenario. Scenario. <laughs> people making up like oh you must be i've done sleeping so around times. you must be
0: cheating you must be on a date you must be blah, especially blah. if they out mm-hmm. and you may see glimmers of what is happening yeah. via them or who you know they're with right and then you really start making the scenarios yeah. but the fun and you completely ruin whatever you're doing whatever but... evening you're having mm-hmm. is ruined right but Run. the
1: funny part about that is then, like, on the flip side, we're also people that, like, if we are out, we try not to be on our phones the whole time because you want to enjoy the you people that present. you're with. Right. But so then it's like, so why do we
0: expect that from other people? Because there are guys, and that's what you do. Does it make sense? No, no it doesn't. But and that's what I expect. A little toxic, probably. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I expect you to text your lady back. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you're doing. Oh yeah. Oh, God. You should. In a reasonable amount of time. I'm I'm going to say what my mind says. And my mind says, respond. Immediately? Pretty much.
1: <laughs> I Yeah, I don't think that's fair.
0: I didn't say it was fair. <laughs> I never said it was fair. We're just talking, right? I didn't say it was fair. <laughs> right. I said that's what I would desire. Right, right. That don't right. mean it happens. And so when they don't,
1: where does your mind go? Does your mind go to, like... A situation
0: of infidelity? Does no. Does it go to danger? Does it go? No, no, to... no. I've grown, so typically, most in most times, uh in most cases, I would know they're somewhat scheduled what they're up to. Yeah. So if they're not responding, I'm like, oh, they'll respond eventually. Yeah. And they do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's only one time recently where I was like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. But I actually was concerned. Yeah. Because it was just really unlikely that I wouldn't have heard from them yeah at a certain point in time mm-hmm. and that was the only time i was like not thinking they were doing something shady i actually just genuinely was concerned right like where are you at this mm-hmm. is weird yeah yeah they yeah. were hung over but whatever hmm. so is that a legitimate excuse um i don't know okay <laughs> I don't, look, I don't really get hung over like that. Mm -hmm. Do I think they could have responded in the sleep haze? Sure. Mm -hmm. But it is what it is. Because you would respond. Because I would have. Because, I mean, but everyone's not me. So I just took it as a, all right, Mm -hmm. glad you're alive. (laughs) And I
1: let it go. Mm -hmm. So your concern, it went from concern to being like, well, well, was that necessary?
0: I was concerned, and then it was like annoying. I'm like, really, right? right. Hungover. Okay. So, did you start overthinking from there, or no? Just,
1: okay, I just was annoyed. Okay. Because <laughs> it's like this is what happens when you're
0: hungover. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> you comatose. Cool. Maybe so. Okay. <laughs> it, here's the thing. I think for me, especially now, this my big age. Even if There's a reason why they're different. I'm still annoyed. I'm still annoyed. I Mm -hmm. honor that. Mm -hmm. Do I display that towards the person? No. Mm -hmm. But if I'm annoyed by hell, I'm annoyed. I'm not even going to act like I'm not. Right. Gotcha. For me, it helps me get over it quicker. Oh, okay. When I bury my emotions, Mm -hmm. they grow. Seeds of discontent and irritation Mm -hmm. grow into trees of anger. So for me channeling a little mindfulness if i'm annoyed i'm annoyed right but so but if you're
1: not expressing it to them how is that not in like burying it
0: for me everything doesn't need to be said right um that doesn't mean i wouldn't bring it up especially in situations where i think one i wait for a pattern mm-hmm so if that was a pattern behavior. It would we would discuss. We would address it. Okay. But sometimes I just don't think everything need to be said. Okay. So
1: you're so what you're saying is not burying it for you is allowing yourself to feel. Let it. Let me feel
0: it. Okay. Let me pass it. Gotcha. If it's a reoccurring thing, mm-hmm. I'ma say it. Right. Whether I'm dating or friends, whatever. Mm-hmm. If it's a reoccurring issue, mm-hmm. I'ma say it. The first time someone bothers me on a particular thing, it's not the first time I'ma say, "Will you cut it out." <laughs> Because I don't even know if that's like normal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to allow myself to be annoyed because I'm annoyed. Mm -hmm. I'm going to allow it because I am. Right. If it reoccurs, this behavior reoccurs, then I'm going to say, I want to talk to you about this. Right. Gotcha. Okay.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely, I think we talked about this before. I'm more of a say something the first time so it don't become a pattern.
0: So they can know what my expectations are. My thing is, I don't like to assume it is a pattern until Mm. I, I have evidence. Yeah. Because it could have been a one-time thing. And now I'm already like... I don't like... For me, I mm-hmm. just like to wait to see. Yeah. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is there any other situations that you feel like in relationships usually lead to overthinking for you?
0: I mean, I am someone with abandonment issues. Mm-hmm. For the most part, I have those worked out. Doesn't mean situations won't trigger... That type of response where I go into scenario mode, right? So like, I think any time where I, I think someone with abandonment issues, you're always wanting to know, are we good? Yeah. Are we okay? Yeah, yeah. And if anything starts to make you feel like we're not good or okay, you start spiraling. Mm-hmm. Now, in most cases, I can talk myself out of it. Right. Growth therapy, you get the tools. Mm-hmm. If you catch me on a day where I'm feeling low. And I can't talk myself out of it. Yeah. Then I'll be sitting somewhere like, I oh, we're done. We're completely finished. I don't want nothing to do with them. And then they'll call you later. you will be like, Hey, I was thinking about you. <laughs> like a freaking psychopath. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But I also know for me, I create scenarios in all things. It True. is not one category for me. I think that's such a Pisces thing for us. I create scenarios yeah. at work, at home, with mm-hmm. family. Now look. They could be good ones. Yeah. Positive things. Mm -hmm. And they could be quite negative. Mm -hmm. I ain't going to hold
1: you. I'd mine or not in the middle. It's either I'm romanticizing something or Or I'm like, like,
0: like, worst case scenario, I'm going to die. There is no in between for me. It's extreme. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I am. And that's the problem. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, and and if it's extreme on a good side... When it doesn't quite be that way, you still feel sometimes a level of disappointment. Mm-hmm. Or you feel like your expectations weren't met. Yep. Whole time, that was ridiculously unrealistic. Yeah. But in your mind, it's possible. Mm-hmm. So it creates the expectation. So then when they don't meet that expectation, even though it was still nice, you're still slightly disappointed. <laughs> right? And then yeah. on the other hand, you create the worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm the person who's like, I'm preparing myself just in case. Mm-hmm. And it's like even when you do that, it still hurts just same. You You didn't put yourself yourself through it twice Mm -hmm. because you put it in your head, and then it actually did happen, and now you hurt twice. Right? Or you hurt yourself for no reason because then it don't. Or right? Or you got yourself in a frenzy, and it was nothing. Right? And now you're sitting here with a bag of Doritos. Like, what happened? How did we get here? Yeah. I'm not saying I've ever done that. I still do that. I probably did, but it may not have been Doritos. It could have been a taco. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, maybe I should get tacos for dinner. But that's (laughs) what it was.
1: Yeah, no. I'm the same way. And I, I think it's good to have a partner that knows you have a tendency to overthink. Because... We can work with each other. Like, I, I understand that that's something I definitely have to work on. But if someone understands me, it's helpful. Because then they know instances where it's like, you might overthink this. Don't.
0: And it, like, knocks it down sooner. Is So you need a partner to be like, don't think this. It's just this. Right. Yeah. All the time? Or? No, but I'm saying it helps sometimes.
1: Because they are supportive of you working with your shit, basically.
0: But I'm saying, how do they know when to pull the...
1: Whenever, it's not a, it's not like a certain amount of times. It's just like, if they have the inkling like, oh, this might be an instance where they overthink, get ahead of it. And say, yeah,
0: don't, it's mm-hmm. just
1: this. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. It's to help me as I continue to work through it. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Because, I mean, as much as we all like to say that we want to be healed and whole when we go into relationships, stuff still going to trigger you. (laughs) Like, and so it's good to have a partner that's going to understand your triggers and help you work through them, in my opinion.
0: No, I don't disagree. Yeah.
1: I think that's all I have for today. Did you have anything else?
0: Well, I thought we had another article because I wanted to talk about the, um... It was like a psychology term for making the worst case scenario.
1: Catastrophic. Cra- I can't say that word, girl. Cat.
0: It is catastrophic. Okay, so it- I read this article, y'all. I felt like that was me. It's
1: catastrophizing. That's why I said I can't say that word. I don't know what.
0: Well, if you can't, I, <laughs> can. I don't know why you're looking at me. I can barely read some days. Y'all see how I be tripping over words? <laughs> huh. But I thought that article was interesting maybe cuz i felt like it was slightly written
1: about me <laughs> well oh my god so it's funny so it's a it's things to how to stop your mind from catastrophizing mhm mhm um the first thing is logic and a calm support network are your answer which is like basically what i just said like having people that understand that sometimes you crazy no! I'm serious! Like, I don't keep. want to mention that. <laughs> I don't want to mention that. I am not crazy. <laughs> okay? Because that's just like, having been understanding of like, sometimes you'll have a partner that may need help and they, the, their love language may be acts of service, but they're not always going to ask for help. So they, you may just need to step in sometimes. It's like knowing that you have that support system because they know how you operate is helpful.
0: Well, I know one thing that I learned in therapy that was helpful for me when I get in these spaces, mm-hmm. um, it's a partly the logic, but it's an exercise of sometimes when I'm upset or things like that, I just make these statements that just are untrue. Yeah. You're upset and you be like, I'm a terrible person. They're never going to love you. And mm-hmm. it's like, you got to stop and say, but is that true? Yeah. Is this just a situation? It's called, um cognitive
1: distortion. Right. Because I have this an app that I work them? Yeah. Is this
0: just upsetting you in this moment? Yeah. Or they always upset you? Yeah. And I find that that's helping me get off the crazy... Tr- I'm not crazy. That helps me to uh, stop <laughs> spiraling. Them. Yes. I will claim yeah. that crazy word. But I
1: have an app that anytime I'm going through like a moment... I work through the cognitive distortion. What does the app do? Do you put it? It's like it asks you questions like, "How are you feeling right now?" And it goes through like, like "Why?" Why? Yep. And then it says, "Do you think that you are overgeneralized?" And it gives you all of the list. It's like ten different cognitive distortions, and you can select like, mm, "Yeah, I might be doing this one, this one, this one." And How then, interesting, what is the app? It's another call? question that be like, "Well, like now that you realize you're doing that." What do you think it actually
0: like? It has you now, like go back through. I'm I'm pulling up.
1: There's the also
0: is. something that I have also used when you can't figure out what you're feeling.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know where I found it, but it's this picture. It's like this big circle wheel of emotions. Oh yeah, we printed that out for my. Aunt. Uh, therapy session. and it like funnels down and funnels down. Yeah, yep. How impressive! I use that when I'm journaling. Is it this one? See y'all, we're not crazy. We're healing. <laughs> I think it's this
1: one. It's the thought diary. Hold on, let me. I, mean, I should have checked in this week, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just wondering. But yeah, I think that's the one because I thought. got a couple of and because it's my my therapist suggested that I use it since so she Trying and get rid of me. She's like, you have the tools. You just need to like implement them better and so I use the thought diary I I told myself I was gonna try to start using it every day so that even when it's a normal day I'm in the practice of using using it. it but right now I try to remember to use it when I'm like upset regardless of what it's about right right um I try to put it in the thought diary and like I said it goes through the cognitive distortions there's a free version and paid version I use a free version but Thought diary. Yeah. Just trying to give the people resources. Yeah. i never heard of that. Mm-hmm. Because we, it, you know, they had their books. And, well, we worked through this while we were virtual. But, like, so I have all the definitions of cognitive distortions printed out and stuff like that. Because I'm Look like... At all
0: these tools. That's why she's trying to get rid of you. Because you're all right. Right. <laughs> you got the tools.
1: I see. But then when I do something and I don't, I'll be like, girl, no. It takes
0: practice. <laughs> Y'all got to go back to our past episode when we talked about when my therapist broke up with me. Right, yeah. No. It is a tough adjustment. <laughs> they become a little place of comfort. Yeah, yeah. As you heal, but just this place that's like just yours. Mm-hmm. But that's why they kick you out, so you don't get too comfortable. <laughs> yeah. So, so I embrace her trying to kick you out. We'll Get your wings and fly. She has faith in you and your tools that she has provided for maybe you. Maybe too much. No. Y'all gonna work it out. Y'all <laughs> got a plan. Eventually, she will say goodbye to you. Maybe. You know, maybe. She maybe gonna... something else will happen. What is wrong <laughs> with you? What is, what is... So I'm like, oh, girl, you gotta stay. Oh, oh girl, you're crazy. <laughs> like, who says that? Maybe something else happened. I'll lose a foot in the help. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> like, you know, like, you're fine. You have the tools.
1: We'll see. But, yeah, that, that has been really helpful. Because especially reading through cognitive distortions, you don't realize how often you do those things. And, like, really, like, overgeneralize things or make things seem worse than what they really are. Um, But it just comes from overthinking and, like, living in that thought. So it helps you, like, get out of that thinking.
0: What else is on there? That was it. It was just love, love, logic logic and a support support team. Well, folks, there you have it. (laughs) Have some logic. Have someone who loves you Mm -hmm. and you're crazy. Not mine, because I don't have it. (laughs) And understand that a lot of these are like protective or like coping
1: mechanisms. We wasn't born overthinking. Like, we learned to do this because something happened to us.
0: So, under Mine's go back to my daddy issues. Yeah, yeah. So. Don't you love when you can pinpoint what started it all? Yeah. That's therapy, baby. <laughs> I can tell you when it happened.
1: <laughs> On this day and this time. Sorry.
0: Back in 2003. <laughs>
1: So, yeah, it, like, understand that, like, we are all works in progress. And even if you already been to therapy and have to finish, you still have to continue to work on yourself. So if you do some of these things. But that, you don't be
0: perfect either. That's the whole yeah, thing with therapy. Yeah, you're never going to be perfect. Perfection is not what you're I, looking even for. Even therapists aren't perfect. in therapy, yeah. and your issues don't go away. Because life on, life. You just learn how to manage. Mm-hmm. And that's really all therapy to me is. Yeah. Help you understand yourself, mm-hmm. understand the why, mm-hmm. and how to manage. Yeah. All of it isn't going to go away. Right. Um, right. You just know how to deal with it. Yeah. So, you know, if you haven't done therapy, it's wonderful. But even after you do it... You could do it for the rest of your life and still have issues. Mm-hmm. You could have moments. I've had moments where I'm in therapy and moments where I'm not. Yeah, We're all just trying to figure out what the hell we're doing <laughs> on this earth that is dying because of the rich white men killing it. I And think we that's gotta great, cope with that. And, and the best way you can, which is very hard, because we're not in control. And as we're all in this big sphere that they are killing... We have to figure out how to have some peace and joy while we're here. Okay, that was dark. That fellow, dark. And on that note. I hate to end it on a dark note. The planet's dying. Have fun. Not have fun, girl. YOLO.
1: Uh-huh. Wear your mask. The planet's dying, you're independent. Keep up with us. Fun time. On all of our social channels. <sighs>
0: Uh, to read our tweets when we're going crazy. I don't want to end the show like this. (laughs) Oh my God. Let's end it with some positivity. That felt dark. Okay. Hmm. (laughs) Give me something. What's something that made you smile in this past week? Let's end it with some... Don't have anything for you, sorry. That's a lie. You gotta... There's nothing this week that you can think like, oh, that was nice. Your sunflower festival? Yes, that was nice. Dang, see? See? I had a great piece of chicken earlier. It's the little things. It is. And a cupcake.
1: Yum.
0: See? And we ended it. Sunflowers, chicken, and cupcakes. That should be the name of the episode. I will name it that. Cupcakes, sunflowers, cupcakes, and chicken.
1: Keep up with us on social media, y'all. We got all of them. <laughs> And as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly bringing you the good and the bad of every week.